Welcome to the 59th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with John Murs, author of the Lawson Vampire series and many other thriller novels. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is John Murs. Merz has written more than a dozen thriller and dark suspense novels, including the Lawson Vampire series of novels. The latest Lawson novel, The Kinsey, is available in bookstores now. And the previous novels in the Lawson series are all available as ebooks. Merz also wrote several novels for the Rogue Angel series published by Gold Eagle. John, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Jeff. It's great to be here. Sure, sure. Well, if listeners haven't heard about your latest book, The Kinsey, yet, can you describe what the book is about? Sure. Uh, Lawson works as a fixer, so he's sort of uh, the guy that the vampire council turns to to make sure that their secret existence remains secure. And in The Kinsey, Lawson's pretty burned out after a number of adventures, so he heads over to Japan for some uh, rest and, and martial art training. But uh, he no sooner steps off the plane and winds up in the middle of a Yakuza turf war and finds out that uh, all of it's being orchestrated by a shadowy figure known as the Kensei, who is actually trying to create an army of vampire-human hybrids. So he's got his work cut out for him. <laughs> uh, fortunately, his girlfriend, Talia, shows up, and uh, the two of them get right into it. It's crazy nonstop action. <laughs> Great. Well, um, obviously, vampires are popular in pop culture. With Lawson, you have a unique take on vampires. I'm curious, can you remember the initial idea behind Lawson, and, and what did you have in mind when you created Lawson? Yeah, Lawson came about, he was actually a, a short story back around the year 2000, and it was, it was literally the case of, you know, you got your horror on my espionage, you got your espionage on my horror, the old Reese's Peanut Butter Cup commercial there, and uh, when, I, when I showed it to some people and they said, well, you should really turn this into a novel, I thought, well, geez, you know, there's already so many vampire novels out already, how am I going to make this stand out? And uh, so I sat down and I, and I thought, you know, well, what if they were... They weren't undead at all, but rather they were a separately evolving line of, of humanity, sort of a fork in the, in the evolutionary path. And uh, over time, when other cave men were drinking blood of animals that they'd slain, thinking it would give them their powers, uh, this, this branch of humanity actually started drinking the blood of other humans they had slain, thinking it would give them their powers, and it actually did. It actually winds up... Uh, infusing them with life force energy and uh, all this other stuff that I drew from from Asian philosophy. So pretty pretty interesting take, I think. Yeah, interesting. Well, your your books are strongly grounded in martial arts, and I know that you've studied a form of ninjutsu for the past twenty years. What is it about martial arts that appeals to you? Ooh, let's see. I grew up, uh, you know, prover- <laughs> the proverbial uh, bully leaning over my shoulder. And around about uh, 15, I got I got tired of being bullied around, so I started looking at martial arts. And uh, you know, at the time when you're when you're being hassled by by these great big uh, apes in school, you know, the idea of uh, of ninja who can disappear in a cloud of uh, smoke or you know do this uh, crazy supernatural stuff, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, so I started looking around for 
for a teacher that could uh, that could do it. And for a while, it was actually supposedly illegal to teach it in Massachusetts, where I'm from. And uh, so I went with some other styles for a while. I did Taekwondo, Aikido, Judo, Kung Fu. And uh, but then uh, around about twenty some odd years ago now, I actually uh, I actually found my teacher uh, through an article in Black Belt Magazine. And uh, the authentic stuff is a whole lot different from the stuff you see on HBO <laughs> or, <laughs> or uh, stuff like that. But uh, it's a blast. It's it's really saved my life a number of times. So I can't say enough good things about it. And and so who who is your teacher and what is the style exactly that you that you train in? It's uh, Togakure Ryu Ninjutsu uh, under the Buchinkan uh, organization. My teacher is uh, Mark Davis. He runs a school, the Boston Martial Arts Center, uh, bostonmartialarts.com. And, uh, yeah, he's fantastic. He's got, a, he's got a great background in all these other styles, and, uh, and he's, a, he's a real big guy. He used to play college football. So, um, you know, walking in and meeting him was, <laughs> was very intimidating. And then uh, the Grandmaster was over here uh, a number of years after I started, and he's, he's all of about the size of Yoda. <laughs> and uh, watching watching him take my teacher and literally throw him from one end of the room to the other was uh, was pretty off firing. So it's a you know it's a really old system, but it's extremely practical for uh, for self protection in, in today's world as well. And so with with the with the practice that you do, are you like doing some like serious contact sparring? Uh, you know, we don't really necessarily call it the contact sparring. We we certainly put the gloves on and, and go at it. It's more, mm-hmm. uh, the phrase we use for it is ronduri, which is sort of uh, almost the idea of catching chaos is, is literally what we call it. And what we do is we'll start with sort of a base idea. Okay, you know, here comes a punch and here's here's a response to that punch. But now, you know, what if he pulls his arm back a little bit quicker than this technique allows? And it starts to fall apart, you know, what we do next, and it's and it's sort of an ongoing thing like that. Hmm. But uh, there are other times when we absolutely do put the gloves on and, and go at it pretty, pretty full force. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm lucky. My, my school is one of, one of the few that actually does it. My teacher's a, a firm believer in, in really putting it on the line and making sure that, that it'll work for you when you need it to. Right. Uh, you know, there, there are some, some ninjutsu schools that are very like, oh, we don't do that. Our stuff is for combat, so if we try to put the gloves on, you know, we end up killing each other. That's, that to me is sort of a cop out because you yeah. know, how do you know how do you know if it's going to work if you don't put a little put a little pressure on yourself? So, exactly. I'm lucky. I'm very fortunate to have the teacher that I have. Yeah, that's great. Well, how do you feel your training in martial arts has impacted your writing or your approach to writing? Uh, the thing I hear back. Probably the most is the uh, reality of the fight scenes that I write. Um, you know, having you know, having served in the Air Force and, and done protection work, as well as the martial arts, uh, I've been in a number of situations. So I I know pretty much what goes into making up a, a fight scene and making it read uh, real, so to speak. So I get a lot of email from from service members, from uh, police officers who have been in, in, you know, harrowing situations themselves, and they, they come across a passage where Lawson has to fight, and uh, it just rings true to them, you know. So I think, uh, I think my background has definitely, definitely helped in that, in that capacity. 
Interesting. Well, I know that you recently announced that you have a deal with a publisher for a new three-book fantasy series. Have you always been interested in fantasy? And, and do you feel that your approach in writing fantasy will will differ from the other uh, more thriller or dark dark suspense novels that you've written? Yeah, um, you know, when I grew up, growing up, I mean, I, I pretty much devoured everything. And fantasy was, was one of the first genres that really... Uh, appealed to me. So I really read heavily uh, throughout that, uh, throughout my teen years especially. So I've always had a, a special place in my heart for fantasy. <laughs> um, it's just been a matter of, you know, getting around to it. I, you know, it's going to be interesting. This is a new genre for me. Uh, I'm working with a great editor. Um, and uh, since uh, you you mentioned that this won't actually be airing for for a little bit, sure. I can actually uh, I can actually tell you that it's it's Bane Books and uh, my editor is Jim Mintz. So we're doing uh, basically a three book series that is ostensibly about a uh, a recent graduate of a ninja school who sort of has to go out in uh, in an alternate world and uh, find his way and, and embark on various adventures and so forth and so on. So I think coming at it, you know, from more of an Eastern perspective with uh, martial arts and, and some of the ninja to uh, being able to work into that, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be a learning experience for me, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. That's great. Um, I don't know if you, if you, um, have have done a lot of reading in 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 uh recent years of of some of the newer fantasy i, I feel like i feel like there's a, a renaissance going on beyond just george r r martin that that i feel like you know a lot of people you know aren't really tuning into there's there's a, a lot of kind of uh, um, n you know new fantasy writers on on the horizon that are doing some really interesting stuff yeah yeah Definitely. Um, yeah, everybody talks about uh, George R. R. Martin, obviously, for, for good reason. But Oh, without yeah, a doubt, my, I, 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 yeah. I love his stuff. <laughs> yeah, my agent is, uh, is, is great in that uh, anytime I try something new, he always sends me a list. And uh, he's so well-read himself that he's literally able to sit down and, and, and jot down, okay, here's 20 books. If you want to write in this genre, here's 20 books that you need to read. Some of them are really good, and some of them are really bad. But <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so you know, so that's good. So he said he's actually preparing that for me right now. So it'll be interesting to compare what he what he suggests I read with what I with some of the stuff that I've already read. He did that with me when I was uh, doing a, a YA series. So I spent an entire summer just uh, rediscovering my love for young adult fiction and, and reading some great series like uh, Rangers Apprentice and uh, the Alex Ryder books. And uh, I ate some that weren't so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm one of those writers that's, uh, that's that's always trying to improve my game. So uh, to me, it's a it's just a nonstop learning process. You know, anything I do to better deliver, you know, entertaining stories to my readers, that's 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 what I'm going to do. So. Great. Well, as you know, being someone who's in the midst of it, the publishing industry is undergoing massive changes with the rise of ebooks and the ease of self-publication. You've successfully self-published some of your backlist uh, books as ebooks. What lessons do you think you've learned in terms of selling ebooks and building a readership online? Well, let's see. Uh, first of all, I can't say enough good things about ebooks, uh, since right now I'm, I'm, it actually enables me to 
to pull in a monthly paycheck, which is as a writer is is almost unheard of. So it's fantastic that that these uh, avenues and opportunities for writers have come about. I would say, you know, one of the most important things is to make sure that you that your ebook is properly formatted. Uh, you know, understandably, so people are are not very forgiving. When it comes to finding strange characters that uh, don't translate well from Microsoft Word over to ML file, uh, but as far as building an audience, um, I actually, you know, there's a, there's a proliferation right now of all these books on, you know, oh, I sold uh, 20 million ebooks in four months, and you know, here's how I did it, and I've read a lot of those books, and unfortunately, they don't they don't actually sit down and step by step lay out exact plans for doing that. So I, I read one uh, in early July, and I was annoyed that I'd spent $5 just reading personal anecdotes that I sat down on the, on the 4th of July and just wrote a real quick 7,200-word uh, how-to of uh, steps and tactics that I actually use to, to sell thousands of copies every month. I mean, I'm not selling millions, but I'm selling thousands, and it's certainly you know giving me some, some comfort financially. So I think uh, I think one of the best things to do is is the use of Twitter, but using it properly. Uh, and, and did you did you did, did I understand you correctly that you published that book that you wrote the seventy two hundred word? Yep, it's called uh, How to Really Sell Ebooks, <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's available on the uh, on the Nook and on the Kindle. And uh, I use a program called uh, Tweet Adder. Is a fantastic marketing software uh, 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 piece that I've actually been using for about two to three years now, and uh, I can't say enough good things about it. It's it's absolutely fantastic, and a portion of uh, a portion of the book is actually devoted to explaining how to use Tweet Adder and, uh, and use it to build up your Twitter followers and go after you know go find people that are actually interested in reading eBooks, for example, you know, as opposed to uh, you know, other other things where you might not be properly targeting people. So, uh, yeah, so the book is, you know, it's it's no nonsense. There are no personal anecdotes in there, no, what was me, I was doing this, and now I'm, you know, driving around in a Maserati. It's, it's literally, here's what I do. <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, you know, it's got, an, it's got uh, about 25-star reviews out on Amazon, so people are really finding it to be useful, which is great because, I'm I'm one of those people that believes a you know a rising tide floats all boats. So the more people who are successful, the better. So great. You know. Well, well, what advice do you have for someone who's an aspiring writer who might be trying who may be trying to sell their own novels and short stories? Yeah, it's a tough time out there right now. As you mentioned, you know all the all the the flux that's going on with the publishing industry. I would you know I would honestly say. Make sure, you know, and I'm sure everybody else says this as well, because it's it's really the one golden rule that everybody should abide by. Make sure your stuff is, is absolutely the best that it can possibly be. You know, go over it countless times until you can't even stand the thought of opening the file back up and, and looking at the title of it again. Um, you know, that's, that's the key right now to, you know, whether you choose to independently publish it or whether you choose to go the traditional route. Uh, making sure that the story is is as good as it can be. That's 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 number one, absolutely. And if and if you do that, you know, especially if you if you opt to independently publish, you're going to find an audience. I mean, there are millions of people with e-readers right now, 
and you're gonna find you're gonna find your niche eventually. It might take a while, but you know if you choose to publish it independently, there's gonna be somebody out there that loves your work, and then it's just a matter of you know expanding that that audience once you find it. So I, I mean I've I've brought out you know a project couldn't find a home you know in traditional publishing, but I put them out as eBooks and I get these great emails from people saying, oh my god, this is a great novel. I can't believe it wasn't published. Well, yeah, because it didn't fit traditional publishing's you know model, but with uh, with the brave new world that we're entering right now, it's it's a fantastic time. So he provided that your story's as good as it's going to get. Uh, you know, there's a lot of opportunity out there right now, and and I I'm finding every day that you know your story sits on your hard drive as a day it's not making you any money. So sure. uh, you know, once it once it gets once it gets as good as it can get, get it out there. You right. know. And and what are you working on now? Ooh, let's see. Uh, I have a new <laughs> loss and short story that I'm finishing up. I uh, have just started writing the first words to the next Lawson novel, The Ripper, which will hopefully be out by the end of the year. And uh, and then I've got that fantasy series that uh, is going to be absorbing my, my fall schedule, it looks like. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a lot of fun stuff. And then plus we're doing, uh, you know, I started up a production company, New Ronin Entertainment, with my with my good friend Jamie Hassett. And uh, we're bringing Lawson to TV. So <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the midst of actually finalizing uh, the, the plans to get the pilot shoot going on that. So that's, that's uh, sort of craziness as well. So uh, it's good we're doing the interview now because in a few months, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a great time. But I can't complain. It's, it's what I love and uh, it's what I've always wanted to do. So everything's, everything's great. Great. Well, where can people find you online? Uh, my personal website is uh, John, J-O-N-F, is a bank, uh, MERS, M-E-R-Z, dot net. And if they're interested in finding out more about Lawson, I send them out to the uh, sort of the official TV slash book website that we have set up, the fixer.tv, uh, nice and easy. And we've got some clips out there, uh, news and information about the eBooks. We're going to be bringing them out in print as well, and uh, plans are underway to do audio versions of them. So uh, lots of lots of great stuff happening. Yeah. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with John Murs, author of many, many thriller novels. Murs' latest novel, The Kinsey, is available in bookstores now, and you can also find many of John's novels available as his e-books, as he just discussed. John, thanks for doing the interview. Thank you very much, Jeff. It was great to be here. Hi, this is author Peter O'Ruian. Uh, author of The Unremembered, and you're listening to the Reading and Writing Podcast. Thanks for listening to my latest podcast. If you have a chance, please leave a review of the podcast in iTunes. It only takes a moment. Until next time, read some good books and be well. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.